Right now, I want you to clear your mind, clear your heart from everything that took place today. And I want you just to imagine you're in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't even keep a straight face with that one. <laughs> but no, seriously, as you can see, I'm on joke time. But really, just clear your mind, your thoughts of the cares for what happened today. Everything that took place today. You know, some people don't take my humor at all. They'd be like, I don't want to laugh. I want to work. I want to work. I don't want to laugh. I want to cry. Get on my knees in the presence of God. I just want to be serious. Just give me a word. Just want to laugh. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm like, jeez, man. God. My God. But today, I just want you to really, really calm yourself down. Because because this is the greatest times of our life. You know, everything you ever desired that God put in your heart coming to pass. You know, we hear the word. We live the word. We are the living word of God. And we have to stay in a place to keep our mind renewed. Don't let things bother us. And don't be ashamed to say if something did bother you. Don't be afraid or too prideful to admit that you made a mistake. Or you said something you should have said or did something you shouldn't have done. Just make it right. Just make it right. Hallelujah. Don't pity yourself. Don't be sitting around feeling sorry for yourself. Don't think everybody is against you. No one is for you. That's a lie. Don't think that you're by yourself. You're all alone. That's also a lie. Don't feel even overcrowded by people. Hallelujah. I know God can call you out into a place that's very unfamiliar and very strange. And it's out of your norm. But because of your obedience, you still choose to go and obey. And there been times you probably just on your knees like, I just want to go back to the way it was. I want to be around people I'm familiar with. People that know me. You ever went to visit another state or another place and it was just like nothing like home. It wasn't no family there, no friends there, nothing that you familiarize with at all. You're like, I just don't like it here. But you're not going to be rude and say that. But you know you're there for a purpose. Because you wouldn't have brought yourself there. You had to be led by the Spirit of God. And you got to be mindful in that presence not to complain. Because God sees the outcome. Things that you don't even see and be aware of. That's why we have to fully trust in Him. But God knows your heart. He knows your personality. He knows you're going to feel uncomfortable. He knows you're going to miss But the thing about it is, there's something God placed on the inside of you to place you where you are, where you don't want to be, that the people around you need. That's why God always say, it's so much bigger than us. And the higher we think, it's so much bigger than that. Hallelujah. It's so good to remain calm. Collect your thoughts. Because some people may come at you so fast, so suddenly, and it could cause you to move in your emotions. But if you still, if you're quiet, if your mind is renewed, 
and you're feeling refreshed. Don't wait to see a problem to get in a place of refreshing. Remain refreshed. Remain revived. Hallelujah. Remain lit. And no one can ever put your fire out. No one can ever do anything to you unless you allow them to. And I know you wouldn't allow that. Hallelujah. So really quiet yourself. Relax. Some of us overwork ourselves so much, especially in our thoughts. Thinking so much. I thank God for delivering me from thinking. I used to overthink all the time. Even when I'm not thinking, I'm thinking, I'm still in my mind. Study going. And that put a toll on your body. On your earthly vessel. When God said, restore your youth. Hallelujah. I love the fact that we had the opportunity to be refreshed. Hallelujah. Always make time to gather your thoughts and relax. You have to relax. Don't become so tense. Because you become frustrated and you may say something out of line. Because you're bothered emotionally. Hallelujah. Don't let people's words get to you. Not at all. Even though some of the words shouldn't have been said. But guess what? If it don't bother you, they have nothing in you. And I know we say it all the time. It's what God say I am. It's who God says I am. It don't matter what people say. And if somebody says something that really hit close to home. And it's not what they say. It's the fact that who said it. And it can bother you. Especially if somebody look at you in your face and say words that they just don't like you. Let's be honest here. It's not easy to love someone who you know hate you. But when you look at the honor you have towards Christ, nothing else matters. Yes, you're worth me loving. Yes, you're worth me pushing past. Yes, you're worth me being stripped. Yes, you're worth me being cut. Yes, you're worth me being convicted to be converted. Because I honor you that much, Christ. He has to matter to you that much. To be Christ-like is to value Christ. It's to honor Christ. It's to exalt his name. To exalt him as who he is. Hallelujah. The son of God. Our savior. And it's very personal. You don't have to pretend on the outside and then on the inside is something totally different and you don't have to go around exposing how you feel inside to people but do what God lead you to do regarding your emotions but just don't ignore the voice because I used to be a person to brush things off but some things did still bother me But I never allowed the person to know that. And that didn't happen every time. I know there have been times I argue back, of course. 
But majority of the time, I didn't allow it to bother me. I didn't want them to see that it bothered me. Let me say it that way. I didn't want them to get the satisfaction to know they, they won the battle by trying to bother me. And God said, no, just don't let it bother you. Some people could come to you out of intimidation and say things to you, speak against you, overtalk you, disrespect you. But what do you say? How do you respond to all of that? Even working a job. Working a job, having a mindset, I got to take care of my bills. I got to take care of my household expenses. So I have to work. When you submit that job over to God and say, God, I give this job over to you. First of all, let me thank you for blessing me with a job. Because who wouldn't desire to not work and yet still be paid as if and make more than what they do when they're laboring working? You understand? God desires not for you to be overworked. Because then you'll be no earthly good. But he wants you to get the purpose as to why you where you are. Stop where you are and realize you're there for a purpose. You're there for a season. Especially if you're in a five-fold ministry. God is not going to have you be a pastor and you also be a teacher. You have to complete your assignment full time. Hallelujah. No matter what you call to do. He's not going to have you put your hands in so many things that many of them get undone. And I know it may seem good to do. I want to open up this organization. I want to open up that orphanage. I want to open up this church. I want to open up that restaurant. I want to open up this building to put people in shelters and do this. But if they are they all going to be finished? You're putting your hands in so many things. When you allow God to move, it goes so smoothly. So smoothly. I set up the last job I had. And I did the most. My credentials, I had the most credentials there. And I got paid the less. When I should have got paid more than even a person that, who hired me. But God told me to go and said, never mind about the money. Take the job anyhow. And by me being so intuitive to the presence of God, I knew what he was talking about. Because it's something that's in the God in me that they need in this business, in this place, in this organization. They're so much bigger than me just saying, I don't want this job because I don't make enough. When God is my provider, which is more than enough. I couldn't stand getting up to go. And then I had teachers also that was working beside me that were intimidated by my performance. And for somehow my pay stub got out in the open. After I did everything God asked me to do. And I was doing, even going above and beyond to the point they was like, we got to give you hands down. You don't, you the best. Even those who hated me at the moment, it was like, you the best. We got, I mean, we can't even hate on you for real. Because you don't, you don't disrespect us. You come do your job. You barely talk. And all you do is pray. We know you're praying. 
We saw you in the bathroom one time praying. I was like, oh, God, you saw that? Jesus. But I'm just saying. And somehow my pay stuff got out in the open. And I was wondering why they was all looking at me, all being so nice to me all of a sudden. One day I'm like, what's up with that? What's this? You know, I like this treatment. But are y'all okay? And they was like, nah, it's just that. It ain't right, man. It just ain't right. And I'm like, what's not right? It just ain't right, man. You, you, got, you got more credentials than us. And you getting paid the least. You know how much we getting paid? And they told me. And, and for one quick thought, I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> then I said, hold up, wait a minute. I'm on assignment. I forgot God. I was like, I forgot God. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot God. <laughs> God reminded me real quick. No, purpose. Assignments. <laughs> Stay focused. Because I was like, wait a minute. Oh, app. Oh, she about to get a piece of me. But God said, Simon. I said, okay. Okay. I was like, okay, God. But okay, one, two, three. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but the fact is, I completed the assignment. And during the pandemic, they were saying, oh, we don't have enough money to pay any of you anymore. Because we're not getting no business coming in. And we're not going to pay you guys sitting at home. Pretty much. But Miss Quadisha, we want you to start off the prayer. To pray God to give us the finances we need for you all to get paid. And you know me with the gift that I have. Already saw the lie before she even spoke the lie. Hallelujah. You're not going to sit here and tell me. That your house about to get foreclosed. And you make more than six digits. You're not going to tell me that. You're not going to tell me you can't pay us. You're not going to tell me that. Because I know too much. Hallelujah. But when I pray. God sometimes the assignment is more important than us. When I pray. That lady got on her knees. And didn't say a word to us for about two, three days. But all I know that we never missed the paycheck. In fact, she even gave us a bonus on top of a bonus. And they was like, Miss Hood, girl, whatever you pray, baby, we got paid. You pray, we got paid. I was like, Jesus. So I was like the star of the show because they got their paycheck. You understand? But it was so much more bigger than that. It's time to go back to the job. The parents love me. The children love me. And God said to me, don't go back. And I was like, I'm going to tell you something. If I haven't agreed with God in my life, I did not. I mean, I agree with him more than ever before that day. Than ever before in the past. Let me get it outright. (laughs) I agree with God. I never agree with God that much in my life. Let me say it that way. I was like, you ain't said nothing but the word. Don't go back. God said, you don't have to go back. All right. Cool. <laughs> Let me tell him. <laughs> I won't be back. Oh, man. They were like, why not? We need you here. We want you here. But the assignment was to release the love of God in that place. To reveal the scams and the schemes that was going on in that place. The lies. Having people be overworked for little pay when you're getting paid off of their labor. You think God don't see that? 
And I had to, God had to really sit me down with people like that who playing these gospel songs and lifting up their hands and acting as if they really got it all together, but don't even love. That's not love. That's not honor to cheat people out of their pay. And then lie and say, you're not getting paid. Jesus. Every place God has taken me, it was for his glory to be revealed. And every job that I done had since I worked at the age of 13 with a school permit. Hallelujah. And what made me start working at 13, my mom said, if your grades drop, you're not going to work. Because I wanted my mom to have an ease where I can buy more things for myself and help provide more for myself so it'll be a less person than my sister did the same. So she didn't really have to do much. But that not much was more than enough that we took off her back. And I was just so grateful that we did that. I was always a child to be so grateful. Even if I didn't get what I wanted, I still got something. I was never a child to be spoiled. I mean, there to be spoiled and say, I don't want that. I, you know, because I always had a relationship with God. So God taught me everything that a parent would sit down and teach their child. My mom didn't actually sit me down to teach me. And my dad wasn't around at the time. He was incarcerated for being at the wrong place at the wrong time. And so when he got locked up, my mom and him was still married. So she still had to learn how to do everything on her own because she was a housewife. And he took care of us, you know. He worked. So she had to learn how to get into the workforce and take care of us while he was absent. And I never wanted her to think that she didn't do a good job. And I thank God for my sister, my little brother. He's the spoiled one. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Hallelujah. She said, wake us up. Now I'm going to tell him a tale. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I ain't going to put them out there like that. But <laughs> he was the spoiled one. But I felt good to be a big sister. And I made sure my little brother always had. And I always took good care of him. I always made sure he learned. I taught him everything, at, you know, stuff he was learning in school because I was older. So I learned what he was about to learn. I made sure he knew so he wouldn't be in class without knowing because when they call you out to raise, you know, without you even raising your hand, they pick on you to answer. And I didn't want him to look, you know, embarrassed. He was easy to be embarrassed. And I just thank God for my siblings because uh, I always grew up knowing we didn't have no perfect family. There's no such thing. But I thank God that I have no regrets. Now, a lot of tragedies, a lot of things that, you know, took place that I'd rather not. But like I said, I have no regrets because it made me ask to who I am and how strong I am today. How determined I am today. And I thank God for blessing me to be a great mom. God bless me to be a great everything as a being because I seek him in everything. There's nothing I don't include God in, even my thoughts. Even times God be like, you're pouting. Oh, I'm pouting. Oh, my bad. I apologize. No more pouting. You're rushing me. I am. Yeah, in your heart you are. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't mean to rush you. 
And my heart's still saying, I'm saying, I don't mean to rush you. Hurry up. But I can't be doing that. You understand? It's the person. You got to get the purpose to, you know, the preparation. If you don't, you're going to still be preparing. You understand? So if you really want God to move, get what he's trying to do and release. Hallelujah. My God. (laughs) But I just thank God that when God is your everything, I'm trying to tell you. The peace upon your life is nothing like it. Nothing like it. I'm not living off of my earthly account. God takes great care of me. I'm moved by the grace of God. Somebody could pay to get somewhere and they just open the door. And to me, I, ain't, I got money on me to pay. And they No, just walk right in. God's grace be on me so heavily. When I go to these countries and minister, God give me, I get the greatest deals. We get the same treatment. Come on, somebody. Come on now. I just thank God. I'm not the type of person that just brag, oh, this and that. No, I don't have nothing to brag about because I don't do nothing of myself. I just submit everything over to God. When I say, you are my provider, that's what he's doing. So I leave that up to him. You're responsible to provide for me and my home. That means we will always have. Thank you. You say, cast all my cares. Here go my cares right here. Thank you. There's no way I could walk around with burdens on my back. And he said, cast every care. Here you go. Thank you. Quickly. Thank you. Hallelujah. I mean, I had someone come to me and say to me, I got all of this. I got this. I got that. I got this. I got that. What do you have? I got the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That's all I need. What you mean? (laughs) Hallelujah. Seriously. You can't let someone... Bother you. Let someone move you. Cause you to be disturbed. Even if a person is operating around, I mean, operating in lust around you. I may have been times where guys get so pissed off because I said I don't belong to you. They get so mad. I said, don't come to me unless you're led by the Spirit to say anything to me. Where the Spirit led me to say, are you single? No, the Spirit did not. No, I did not. And I asked God, show me how to be a sister to these, to my brothers, not these brothers, my brothers, your sons. Because I don't give no one the wrong impression. That's not me. I'm starting to ask God, should I hug even? Hallelujah. Because you can't hug everybody. And I don't want to get to the point like they say You can't be nice to everybody Some people don't know what it's like Just to have someone be nice to them And do something great unto them Without them thinking that Oh, I like her Or maybe God sent her to me No, just take it as a good deed My God I had someone even came to me and say Well your son need a father You need a, a, a father figure for your son He has one What do you mean? He has more than one. He has a heavenly father. He has a spiritual father. He has a natural father. He has grandfathers. What do you mean? We're not doing that. Hallelujah. I thank God for giving me eyes to see ahead of time. I had men try to buy me. You would never have to do this a day in your life. Try to throw money at me. Try to act like God called them to be a part of the ministry work with me. 
And then after years worth of walking and, and praying to God and walking with me in ministry, and all of a sudden here go one day with a dumb question. You know who your husband is. It's not you. How can you come at me like that after all these years? Come on, man. How uncomfortable is that for we to go in the house of the Lord and someone say something out of lust, out of the will of God, you don't feel the same way. They didn't even come at you like that before. You are great friends and they look at you different like that all of a sudden now. Now you're feeling uncomfortable because you don't want to disrespect someone who you love. You don't want to say the wrong thing so you just be quiet and avoid them. And I try to speak and say hello. They'll get pissed off. They only want to say hello back. What is that? Jesus. And then you can sit there and lift up your hands and cry out to God after what you just done. Jesus. My God. My God. I thank God for every compliment I really do. Because it's inner beauty first. Who wouldn't desire to have a powerful woman of God who loves God, who's bold enough to say yes and do everything God has her to do? Who knows how to dress and keep it in? Who don't operate in lust, who walk in love? A great mother, a great friend, a great intercessor. A great being. And on the outside, it matches the inner beauty. I understand that. But listen to the voice of God. Because in that way, I don't belong to you. We can't go around. I never did that in the house of God. I even had it in my mind to say, oh, he cute. Oh, oh, he might say, oh, she fine, okay, so, you know, I never did to even think to do that. Now, outside the house, I probably did. But I know when I rededicated my life and got back in the house, I don't think about stuff like that. No one should. You don't take risks that way. Then be married for 10 years and all of a sudden get a divorce and got two kids. Because they never belong to you. Jesus. Jesus. My God. When God is speaking, let him speak because the conversation is going a whole nother direction. It always does. Because God has a lot to say. I used to look at God and say, how can someone find it strange to hear your voice? How? When you're always talking. You talk more than we do. You ever had someone to say the same thing you said that God said to you? That God said to them? But the thing about it is, God ain't, if you know, you know, you know who you know. But you don't have to go around and say anything. Be in order. 
There's nothing worse than speaking too fast, moving too fast, and find yourself winding up repenting. When let God be your defender, let him be your defender. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And God say, love anyhow. You're going to see people that say they walk with me and they don't. Hear from me and they don't. And some of them really think they do. But until they quiet themselves and submit themselves over to me, then they begin to hear my voice. They've actually been talking all along. But if they're talking, I'm going to be quiet. Because I'm not going to be over-talked. I'm in control. And I said, Jesus. Jesus. I just thank God for how he calls us out and draws us away from things. I've been at home with my son. Spent a lot of time with my son. That I found myself being a little too affectionate where I started giving him a little space. I just thank God that I'm a great mom. And that doesn't come overnight. It comes through submission. It comes through, it comes from humility. Going to God saying, how can I, how can I, not how can he, how can I be a better mother? How can I be what he need me to be? It took some learning and I love where I am today. And it gets greater from here. My son is so patient. He's so kind. He's so loving. Like one time I spanked him and I was he was what, seven or eight. And I spanked him for something he knew he wasn't supposed to do. And then after I spanked him, he goes and get my foot tub, fills it up with water and foot scrub stuff, and say, I'm ready to massage your feet. Now, how do you think that made me feel? I said, hold on, give me one second. And I went in the room and I cried so bad, so hard, because I just spanked the child who honored me. And my son, not the child that you have to even spank. You tell him one time, he's like, okay. He's like, okay. I didn't know he was that, you know, that you don't have to tell too many times. Cause I'm just like, look, it's gonna be what I say. This, that's it. <laughs> you understand? And I just thank God for that. I don't have to put my hands on my child. When you grow your child up communicating and teaching them right from wrong and explaining why you saying what you're saying, not just telling them things and expecting to follow without even no explanation as to why they shouldn't do it again. Because I said so. <laughs> Sometimes you got to explain why you say so. Because what will happen if they do it again? They always call me drill sergeant mom. And they, not, they didn't say it due to me being violent. He said, I have to look at my son. He already know what time it is. And that's been his whole life. And they go, and I don't understand how people get, I, my whole class was like that. 12 to what? 16 children. 
And they all stand in the same in line and waiting till I call their names. It's no way I'm going to let a child, neither any kid, disrespect me or think they, you know, over me as an adult. No, you stay in a child's place. I don't put my hands on nobody, kids. I only put my hands on my own. Don't have to. No need. But you will listen. And you will follow my directions because they're that simple. Hallelujah. I have parents and people tell me, huh, take mine. (laughs) Take my kids. Hallelujah. I love kids. I don't know. God done put that in my heart. He snuck that in there. I'm trying to take all these years. He snuck that one in there. Because I didn't always love kids. No. No way. I was like, I don't don't know. I don't even want no kids. Hallelujah. And now I love kids so much. And I have no limit to how many I will have. See how God just snuck that in there. He sneaks stuff in there. That's what he do. That's what he do. But I just thank God that I really, really, really love kids. All kids. All around the world. Every child. I love, I love, I love. I can sit amongst a whole room full of kids. And enjoy every moment. And some people be like, you tripping. Let me get up out of here. Hallelujah. I love kids. I want to get a day where I just hang out with a rock of kids. Invite a rock of kids to my home. (laughs) I say that because... It's not just going to be my home while these kids going to. Hallelujah. Also, my partner, and I don't know if he might agree with that, but I just, I just want a day where I just have all kids. It's come to my home. Hallelujah. And we just, you know, pick out, you know, dance, act silly, goof off, watch movies, you know, enjoy. But like I said, it's just not just my, my home. Hallelujah. But I just thank God for your time. I pray to God that you feel refreshed. Continue to stay refreshed. And I mean that. Don't be moved by the cares of this world. We say it all day. It is some things we might care about. A little too much that it bothers us or be on our mind. That paycheck. Don't care about that. It's not even enough to get you where you don't need another paycheck. You understand? Because you're looking forward to the next pay. You understand? Let God be that source. I didn't say leave your job, but look at it as God, you all I need. This is what I have, but you are who I need. You understand? Don't keep your tithes and offering from the church. Don't go without sowing. Sowing your seed. And don't sow what you want to sow. Sow what you're supposed to. You're 10% with your tithes. Um, trust me, the more you give, the more God going to make sure you receive. He's a man that he shall not lie. When you have a heart to give, you will never be without. I'm trying to tell you. I'm a living witness. Even times when it was like my last. And it was never actually my last. But it felt like it will always have 
I don't want you to have the attitude. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go home. I don't like how my life is. I'm feeling alone. I'm lonely. Ask God to find, give you things to do with your time. While you're still preparing, he would give you things to do with your time. A lot of times when I get pouty, God don't like to laugh. So he'll have me watch, you know, comic, uh, Christian comedy, comic jams, Christian comedians, and I laugh. You know, to take your mind off of the preparation. Just stay resty. And no one can sit here and say that they don't yearn for their promises, even while they're resty. Because you, you got the vision. You got the word. You receive. You believe. And you want what you saw. What you received. And what you believe in God for. You not believe in God for it to happen in the future. You believe in God for it to happen right now. And I'm the type of person. Every second is my now. So I'm like God where is it? And God had to really you know. Go watch a movie. <laughs> Go watch one of them comedians, them Christian comedians or something. You know, write, write your music or, you know, do something. Don't just sit around and not do nothing. Hallelujah. I just thank God so much. A lot of times we spend time trying to keep ourselves busy. And a lot of times God wants you to just bring it to his attention. You also could bring it to his attention. God, this is on my mind. And you got to be open with God. I ain't saying you got to be open with man. Be open with God. God, I'm thinking about this too much. I want it so much, so greatly. Help me rest. Help me deal with this until the full manifestation manifests. Father, this person bothered me today. And I don't let people bother me, but they made me angry. I got in my feelings today, Lord. Talk to them about whatever it is. Whatever it is. Hallelujah. Just remain refreshed for you already renewed. Because you're keeping your mind on Christ. You see how relaxed I sound? I'm like that all the day long. And it's not just me being this way. It takes prayer. It takes meditation. Self-evaluation. I'm not praying, God, I need peace. No, Lord, I command the peace you've given me to remain still. That I don't be moved when things come my way, even suddenly. Hallelujah. I love you guys so much. I thank you all so much for just listening. And whether you know it or not, I listen to you more than you think I do. Because we are all connected. God put your thoughts and your feelings in my heart. And that's what I intercede for. And that's what he used me to talk about. Hallelujah.
I thank God for your life so much. I thank God that you chose life so much. Hallelujah. I almost thought I want to let you go. I love to hug. I love to hug. I love to embrace all types of form of expression. I wasn't always affectionate, but I've always been affectionate towards God. See, what you're getting out of me, it always been only towards Him, Christ, the Spirit of God, and heavenly hosts, and angelic hosts. But God said, I want you to go around. I'm exposing you to the world. I want you to open up. Come out this hiding place. Don't be bothered. Don't be moved. I am exposing you for what you do in secret place. I am rewarding you openly. And that's what he's been doing. I can't say, God, don't have me open up because me open up blessing someone else who's not open up. Hallelujah. It's not about me. My God. I just thought about some of the episodes on the podcast. Jesus. (laughs) God, say some episodes you have expressed. (laughs) You have expressed. (laughs) And it's okay. Because now they know how you feel. My God. Oh, Jesus. You guys know how I feel? Oh, my God. About the man of God in so many ways. My God. And God said, don't take them off. Leave them. Leave them there. Just don't go back to those episodes. Jesus. I. Jeez. When you start to hear something, just say, all right, that's enough. Go to the next one. Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> I never felt these ways before. And God told me to record how I feel. And that's exactly what I did. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. My God. Father, you didn't even tell me not to do it. You didn't stop me or anything. God. Even when I took some off, he said, put it back. Put it back. And I thank God because, look, I'm not talking like that now. I guess because I have said enough then. It's already, you're already aware. <laughs> God. My God. Even though I was talking about him, how you look in pants. Oh, my God. What did I say that to you guys to hear? You weren't supposed to hear any of that. Now it's too late. You already heard. I can't take it back. My God. And I would not take it back. But I wouldn't want you guys to hear how I felt but I'm glad at the same time you guys know how I feel but oh my god Jesus my god God come on now I love you guys so much and um I pray that God have you opened up like that and have you record hallelujah so I can hear hallelujah Jesus. But I'm just grateful that it helped a lot. 
And not just me, but those who are around me. Hallelujah. It's okay to be a private person, but God is about the motive. Why are you private? What's your reason? Is it just that's who you are? But why are you that way? And how private are you that you don't want to engage? And why don't you want to engage? Because you don't want no one to disqualify you or nothing to be exposed? So they're going to look at you different? That's the things that God is after. Because you don't want them there. You don't want that there. He's, he's floating that in. That's an issue. If you just like to be into yourself in your own space, that's fine. But if you have a reason behind that, it's not. Hallelujah. I love you guys so much. Father, is there anything else you want to say? We love you so much, God. I'm not saying anything, so I guess that's it for now. Hallelujah. We love you, God. We thank you. Thank you for allowing your peace to be still. Thank you for giving us the power to command peace to be still. God. See, I be thinking about my promises too. You think I don't want mine too? But the thing is, I call things that be not thought was. And the thing is, I say this is my season and my time. Even though I'm still preparing, I'm not anxious for nothing. I'm not going to just say, okay, God, hurry it up. I said that before. No, I learned from that. Have your way. Have your way. Be it unto me. And I really mean it, not just saying it because it sounds good. No, Father, really be it unto me. According to thy word. Not saying it because it sounds good. A lot of us do that and be at home just pouting and having tantrums. Cussing God out. No. Be it unto me. I really mean it. Be it unto me. Even though my heart still yearns for it, but still be it unto me. I'm not going to lie about it. Yeah, I want it right now, but still be it unto me. I command my body to bless the Lord. And all that's within me. In spite of how greatly I want it now, I will bless the Lord. I command my heart, I command my mind, I command my soul, I command my spirit to bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that's within me. Hallelujah. I mean it. I mean it. I love you all so much. And remember, greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. Continue to find time to relax. Do something you like doing to ease your mind. At the same time, enjoy dwelling in the presence of God. Being in God, dwelling there, abiding there. Whatever you like doing for fun, I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, take some time out to do that. Treat yourself. Do something. If you just want to lie down and relax, do that. 
Hallelujah. You want to meditate or gather your thoughts. Do that. Favorite movie. You want to listen to music. Do that. Go out somewhere. Do that. Hallelujah. You know when you're single. And you're living by yourself. Sometimes you can tend to get bored. Because you're not around other people to you know. Entertain you and amuse you. But God will always give you things to do. Hallelujah. My son is not always here with me. He'd be with his dad and, you know, family too. And I just thank God for that. That God give me things to do. It been times I was like, God, I'm bored. I'm bored. It's just me. I don't want to watch TV. I don't want to do this. I don't want to cook anything. I don't want to do that. And God said to me, don't ever say you're bored. Because you're living a life unto me and I'm not boring. You never said you were bored when you were living a life without me. So don't say you're bored when you're living with me. It should be the other way around. Don't ever say you're bored. When you have a relationship with God. Hallelujah. Don't even pout. Don't even sigh. Hallelujah. Some of us sigh a lot. No. Just rejoice and be glad in it. Because you're right where God want you to be. Let God continue to do what he's doing in your life. And before you look up and realize it, you, you'll be, you see the manifestation. Full manifestation. Because you are walking in it now. Hallelujah. I love you guys so much. And remember, greater is he who's in us than he who is in the world. I love you. I love you, I love you.